live, laugh. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? You may know her as Nadia Hunter from ring announcing and just making wrestling happen, or you may know her as Nadia, no love in the ring, but we are joined today. Uh, which Do you have a preference on which last name you would like us to use? Um, You know what? I'm chilling today, so we're just, you know, Hunter. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. We're yeah. just chilling. That's good. That's good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Um, definitely a big fan of, of what you're doing, uh, trying to conquer every realm of wrestling, which is awesome. For those who don't know, um, where can people find you? Um, and do you have anything upcoming that you'd like to promote? Yes, definitely. You can find me on all social media platforms, no matter what it is. I'm up there at Nadia Hunter on everything. Um, a couple of things that I have Coming up, um, we have DCW this weekend in Selma NC. I'll be out there. Um, we also have DPW oh, this Sunday in Durham. And then also uh, it's me versus Amira at Wrestle Revival coming up on uh, August, August. Uh, 27th. Awesome. Yeah, that is a, a all three of those shows are going to be great. We'll be working at the DCW show. We'll be at the DPW show. We'll also be at the the Firestar show, which all should be great. Uh, tons of great matches to be had. Um, speaking of, of wrestling, that's I like to make the inter- point to start at. <laughs> I, yeah. This is a wrestling podcast, by yeah. the way. Um, I always like to get the awkwardness out of the way first. Because like, oh yeah, just like of, front you just front yeah. load it. So then it you just ease yourself off by the time yeah. by the time you get to I'm the a, end. I'm a very awkward person. So um but yeah, as far as wrestling goes, where was that start for you? When did you first like come in contact with wrestling? And what was it that kind of made you like get hooked if you got hooked? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so like my first, very first, like just watching it. And it's so funny because the video is so iconic today. And like, it was like my first time ever seeing it. Um, my cousin, she was like in the living room. She was watching wrestling. Didn't know much about it. It was probably maybe like six or seven. I can't remember how old I was at the time, but it was actually the segment where it was um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and they were making fun of uh, Vince and Shane. Oh, okay. Yes. And that was my first time ever watching. It was that episode, <laughs> and it was that very exact same segment. So I thought it was so funny, and um, I started watching it more and more. And it was so funny because, like, I would go around and I'll tell people, "Oh, I'm gonna be a wrestler when I grow up," and this, this, and this, and. You know, I would go with my grandma. She was like, why don't you tell people, you know, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a nurse, <laughs> or, you know. And so then I would go, and tell friends, I want to be a wrestler. So um, around the time I was 18, um, my friend, she had went to church, and there was this guy there, and he had a belt. And uh-huh. it was Cam Carter. Yeah. And um, wow. she was like, hey, um, I see you're a wrestler. My friend, she wants to um, start training. Can I get you in contact with her? And he hit me up and said, hey, there's this training school in Greensboro that I train at. Um, I want to, you know, bring you in. So Cam brought me in. I'm at LeBron Cozone. And I just started training from there. Awesome. Wow. So um, Firestar, great first place to land. Um, Cam Carter, underappreciated wrestler, I'm sure, as far as, like, what he did in the ring. Um, but going back to like when you first started watching, um, obviously, was it the first or second iteration of DX? Um, I might be able to answer that. Okay. <laughs> so that segment was like 2006, 2007, okay. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. It's okay, when cool. I think I, th- I think that's when like Sean comes back or Triple H came out. I'm not sure which one yeah. came back, but they came back to feud with the McMahons. And... Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was my first introduction to them as well. I don't know if you remember what a PS the PSPs, the little PlayStation. I had my background was DX on there, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it definitely was a big part of my fandom at the time. Um, what about? Um, 
I guess maybe that segment, maybe about just the first time watching wrestling, first few times watching wrestling, like really drew you in. Was it the theatrics of it? Was it the was it the moves? Like what about it? Do, do you think really just drew you in? It was definitely the theatrics. I was just like, it was the storylines because I was like, I was so amazed like by the storylines and what was going on. And then like they they got to fighting right afterwards. I was like, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> this is instant payoff yeah. yeah and i think that time period is kind of like i think it's probably nostalgia but that was so fun for me like you had like all of the greats there like you had kurt angle sean michaels and like his second run is this like just workhorse guy and uh, it's like to tail end of eddie guerrero and ray mysterio and like all these great guys it's like for me that's like the glory days although everybody has their own glory days with wrestling um so at what age did you know that you wanted to be a wrestler? I think it happened probably I knew I wanted to start getting into the business around I'll say like in between 18 and 19 like when I started college. Okay. Because around that time I found this podcast called Matt Men. Okay. And I was online listening to their podcast and I really started getting into the discussions, you know, kind of like about the business, mm. what was going on. So I think that really made me look into it into a different standpoint. And so it was just the right timing when uh, Cam reached out. Yeah. Um, so you started trading at, at uh, Firestar. What iteration of Firestar was this? Because we just had James Ryan on and he kind of walked us through like the different like time zones of kind of what went on. Is that at, I'm forgetting the name. It's like, he referred to it as like the street name. I think it's the very, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that where you started? Yeah, I was a Melly Street kid, yep. Yeah, awesome. I I think that that room had such a cool look to it. From what I've heard, it it wasn't the most fun there in person. Like watching videos back. (laughs) The the, the aesthetic is awesome. Like yes. the fire stall on the on the wall and the the stage that comes right out to the ring. Um, it kind of so reminds cool. me of um the Durham Armory. How it's just like this is just kind of a it's it's cool yeah. looking. It's cool looking. Yeah. Um. So for you training was that have was that a straight stint? At what point do you decide? Hey, I want to give reenacting a try. Like walk us through that that bit. Okay. Funny enough, okay, so I started, and I lasted maybe, I want to say three weeks, and I quit. I was like, wow, this hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, this hurts. And um, I ended up having to take, I think this was like right after Wrestle Revival. No, not Wrestle Revival, WrestleCade. And um, I was taking Cam to the school, and he was like, you know, come inside and speak. And I'm like, no, I'm embarrassed. Like, I quit and everything. Yeah. He was like, no, Cozone, I don't want to talk to you. I was like, okay. I came in. I was like, hey, Cozone. He was like, oh, no, you came back. This is this. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just stopping to say hi. And then um, he was like, you don't want to wrestle? I was like, no, nah, I ain't got my shoes. I'm good today. He was like, oh, okay. And just tossed me into the ring. <laughs> just tossed me into the ring. So, um, that's pretty much how I got started from there. And then I asked him, I was like, hey, um, this was maybe like a month or two into wrestling, just consistently training. I was like, hey, I do sports announcing at my college. I kind of want to try out ring announcing. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, I want you, you know, to focus on wrestling and this, this and this. And so we can start getting you going. I was like, just let me do one women's match. And I was like, OK. He was like, OK, I'll let you do it. And then so happily, there was a promoter in the crowd that day. And he was like, hey, I heard you ringing out that one match. I want to bring you in. So everything just started from that point on. And I just started going to promotion, promotion, promotion. Because at that point, I just started getting bookings. Like, yeah, it just started happening frequently. So the wrestling kind of got put on the side while I was taking all these bookings. Nice. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, how would you yeah. say that wrestling announcing differs from like sports announcing? Um, one standing up and having the confidence. I, I like in sports announcing, like nine times out of ten, you're in a booth. 
Yeah. And people are kind of like, oh, what's that voice in there? And this, this, and this. And if you mess up, you know, nobody knows who's messing up. But mm-hmm. in the ring it out scene, you have to stand up. You have to have that confidence. You have to feel the energy of the crowd. And you have to know to work with the crowd if you need to just be straight to the point or if you need to do a little bit of entertainment. Was was that something that had a learning curve attached to it, or was it just kind of from the get go? Like, yeah, I like this is something I feel like I'm good at. Um, I felt like I was good at it in the beginning. Like, I felt like I was good at it. Like, I knew like I could improve, of course. But to like first start out, I was kind of like I'm kind of ahead of the game because I've been doing this for four years previously, uh-huh. just in a booth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very cool. Were you calling all types of sports or were you focused on just like one sport? Um, it was mostly baseball and basketball. Okay. Do you have a favorite between the two? Oh, basketball. No, no, sorry. Baseball. Baseball is definitely my favorite. Is it because it's kind of like slower and allows you to kind of. Yeah, yeah. I would say that because it's like once you start, like, you know, with the starting lineup. Everything is yeah. kind of like smooth from there. You're just calling who's coming up to yeah. the base and everything. With basketball, I have to call everything that's going on, like, you know, the turnovers and yeah. whenever the ref calls something, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, I have to focus. Yeah. I did something kind of similar, but not super similar. I used to, I call myself a sports DJ when I was in college. I did like the music for, they only let me do volleyball. I never got to do anything else, um, but it's probably for the best because uh, there was somebody about to serve and I accidentally just blasted Rihanna in front of the whole crowd. So um, similar story, but not not the same. Um, a surefire way to make volleyball much more entertaining. <laughs> there should always be Rihanna before. Yeah. Come on. yeah. Um, just a random question. If you were a baseball player, what would your walk-up song be? Oh, oh, oh. You know what? I thought about this one time. If anybody was to ever ask me, um, it has to be, this um, is a hard hitting question. <laughs> um, homecoming, uh, Kanye. Okay, that's okay. good. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Would that differ? For, well, obviously you are you're wrestling now, but how does how would that differ? I guess like because I guess the walk up song is more for like pumping you up for baseball, whereas. The theme mm-hmm. song for wrestling is about like getting the crowd involved and betraying your character. The I guess difference between picking a song for wrestling compared to um for for baseball. baseball. Yes. But if you could also talk us through, I guess, what your personal process was with picking this song for wrestling. Was that something that was given to you? Was that something a vision you saw all the way through? Like just talk us through that. Yeah. So um the song that I picked I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It was inspired by Tim's entrance song. Okay. Because when Tim comes out, it's a whole different vibe. Like, as soon as you hear, like, the the girl singing in the beginning, like, it's like, you know, it's about to go down. Yeah. And I wanted that same feel. So I went on YouTube and I tell you, I searched for hours for the perfect song. What did you end up going with and why? Um, is this, it's honestly, it's just a, it's a mix on, uh, YouTube and it has like these guitars in the beginning and then it's kind of like the beat just hit, but I definitely wanted that feel of like, like, you know, something is coming. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tim's entrance is is awesome. Um, that regard, uh, I find myself like every day when I listen to music, just like, that'd be a good entrance song. Like I almost oh, want to become, I almost want to become a wrestler just so that I can have an entrance song <laughs> because I have like and for songs. everyone to point up and be like, man, that's I that's a good that. one. On a yeah, level. yeah. I just want to do this long enough for somebody to let me come out of the curtains to a song. I don't have to. I can walk right back into the locker room afterwards. <laughs> just in. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think for a wrestler revival, I think I'm gonna switch it up since this uh, special occasion. It'll be like my first ever like title match. Yeah. So go for then it. it's rest revival. Yeah. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Tis, Exclusive tis the season. Yeah. My favorite thing is um Rehana Teus uh, for uh 
APW Chester, he does those promos that are pretty iconic. And at the end, he always plays a little clip of a song. And that's the song he comes out to the next week. At the yeah, he, show. his song is different per show. Yeah. Is, so wrestling so cool. Like, yeah, where you can just kind of come out to a different song whenever you want to and keep the crowd guessing. Um, so yeah. I think given how your career has been structured, um, we're going to have to jump back and forth a little bit. Um, so I guess my first question with that in mind is what brought you back to wrestling in the ring rather than ring announcing what's the balance like just talk us through that <clears throat> definitely so i guess like the moment i was like okay i'm gonna get back in, into the ring like i, I was like i kind of want to do this and it was sue young versus sadie and i was at the a very first jewels of wrestling show and i watched that match and i was like i want to do that but at the time, like, I don't think, like, I was just mentally uh-huh. ready. I wasn't just mentally ready. And um, I just started training and training and training. And I had, like, one bad match. And that was really the match that kept me out of the ring for, like, a year. It wasn't really like, oh, this hurts or something. It was really just a mental thing that I had to get over. I'm like, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's not perfect. As long as I'm in training and you know improving and working on it you know i i should have the ability to get in a ring just like anybody else yeah and uh that's what i honestly brought me back into the ring it was just a lot of mental mm-hmm. but it was so many people that encouraged me to get back into the ring yeah um yeah i could definitely see that especially like just like mentally like doing anything like i've still think about the person that i accidentally waved to um, a lot. I I have a. This is not. This might lighten the mood, but it might also kind of kind of point the vibe. So when I was in college, I also did like the video. They they said no more volleyball. We're gonna put you behind the camera. So I was doing a, <laughs> no more Rihanna. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing a baseball game, and I was on the third base, like right by like here's the dugout, and then here's me. Um, and I was, the game was over. And the coach walked over as I was packing up and he said, Hey, good game out there. And I just looked up to him and I goes, Thanks, coach. And he just looked at me. And then I turned behind me and the starting pitcher was behind me, like packing up his bag. <laughs> and I, I was just, I looked back at the coach. He's like, You did a good job too. And like, I think about that at least once a week. So uh, <laughs> if that is anything like wrestling, then I completely understand. Oh man, Daniel, that's such a Daniel, you are playing a great game. I want I want you to hear that, yeah. okay? You are I, playing I did, a great game. I did pretty good. I caught all the all the movements. I got all the crowd shots. Oh but, yeah. Man. That um, that is funny. That's something that sticks with you for life, I swear. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a few of those. Like when you when you wave, you realize somebody's they were waving at somebody else, like dumb things you say. I still think about dumb things I said in high school. Like so um definitely can understand the mental block when it comes to wrestling something that's a lot more and, serious and and the thing that got you through that was just keep on training just keep on pushing just just keep on doing your thing right yep and exactly. and while you're training you're still doing ring announcing you're still doing like taking your bookings doing all that because i think it's very rare that we go to shows and you are not ring announcing it, yeah it, which is probably yeah. a testament to the work you're producing. Um, and like our introduction, at least my introduction to you was DPW. Um, and um, how did that deal get put together? Was that just you're killing it on, on the Carolinas, they're going to be in the Carolinas, so it's a natural fit? Um, I'm just making sure you said DPW because you started cutting it yeah. out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they reached out to me, honestly. I I don't know what made them pick me, but they reached out to me. It was like, hey, we have this show, this, this, and this. We want your ring announce. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I don't mind ring announcing and stuff. And then I went to show and I was like, what's going on? Like, there are so yeah. many people, and these and these fans are amazing. I was like, I've never 
experience a show like this. But I am so very blessed because DPW definitely came in a point in time in my life where I felt like um, maybe I need to take a break from wrestling. Maybe I need to re- revamp and, and come back and, yeah. you know, just self-reflect. But they came in at the perfect time when I was like, nope. They just really, like, confirmed for me that I'm exactly where I need to be. That's awesome. That's awesome. This is a DPW. I'm sorry, Christian. Go ahead. This is a DPW question. Um, Not really related to anything else, just my curiosity. So the phone that you read the matches off of, is that your phone with a case on it? Or is or is there a phone just for that? It's my phone with a DPW case on it. Okay. I'm... <laughs> that makes a lot more sense than the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about that so much. Almost I get every a lot show. Of questions about the phone. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's why the podcast exists. Honestly. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, Christian. Please go back to your serious uh, good question. <laughs> Goodness. Um, what was my question? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's okay. okay. We'll come back. We could we could praise. What is the the least favorite name that you've ever had to announce? Oh, least favorite name? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't know. I never really like have like a least favorite. Okay. Um honestly, like once I mess up somebody's name one time, like I'm yeah. I'm probably not gonna mess it up again. Yeah, <laughs> type of ordeal, but like I'll say, like probably like one of the most difficult things for me, and it's the reason why I have the phone in the first place. And you'll notice on like the upcoming like DPW shows that you won't see my phone in my hand. But when I like um when I ask people like, oh, what do you want me to call you? And they'd be like, oh yeah, call me the Superior King of <laughs> the Kingdom of this from this this and this and this this and this but hailing from and i'm like (laughs) oh my god like this is why my phone exists because before i was using note cards and i would you know write everything out but then people would have these long intros and i was like oh no yeah and like and that's kind of become like because in wrestling you can look at like little time periods where certain things are popular like like anything else there's been a period of time where the really long intro um, is, like, very apparent now. Like, and I feel like yeah. five, ten years ago it wasn't. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. like, from Georgia. Mm. Yeah. But now it's, like, very, that's such a that's such a thing nowadays. So yeah. It does make sense that you would need to look at your phone. Yeah. That's fair. Very much so. And I do want to applaud you because I, I saw you fighting back the urge to say your least favorite name to announce is Oliver Sawyer. So, oh yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Oh, man. okay. Thank you for reminding okay. me. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know if he's a friend or an enemy of the podcast, but that's just. Oh, he's an it, oh, yeah. It's a very uneasy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, going back to DPW, um, you said the crowds are different. Um, definitely, like the matches that you you see are a lot different. What are some of your favorite matches that like you've seen at a DPW show? Oh yes, of course. Okay, Kanosuke and Andrew, that's yes. one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Uh Tankman versus Malachi, definitely yep. one of my favorites. Um ooh. <sighs> Probably all of Emmy's matches are my favorite cuz it's Emmy. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's about a good just of t- kind of my top favorites. Yeah. Yeah. You have a least favorite? Oh, wait. Sorry. And, and to add uh, uh, Kobe and Lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Oh. Um, least favorite? I don't know. All of their matches are pretty bomb. Like, that's yeah. what I love about the DPW show because, like, they're long. But, like, every single match is good, so you're never yeah. tired throughout the whole entire show. Not at all. Uh, although like, that... When I go to shows, I'm kind of like, uh, maybe, like, midway. But, yeah. like, even with that midway point, I'm I'm ready to go for the next half. Yeah. Uh, although that one show with the Takeshita match where they had three intermissions because it was so hot, that oh, was a little yeah, tough. the lights kept going off, yeah. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, have there ever been any moments where you're like, oh shit, like I'm about to announce this person? Like, um, Angelina Love. That's cool. Yeah, Angelina Love. I was definitely like in the ring, like, like this is Angelina, like, like this, this <laughs> one, this one hits. Yeah. Um, because I used to watch her so much on TV. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Honestly, I think that was like the only one so far. Yeah, it was Angelina. Awesome. All right. So we, we did a little bit of the, the announcing. We've done a little bit of of wrestling. We'll get back to all these. But you also have uh, the distinction of running your own promotion with Re Let Wrestling Live. Um, tough to say, fun to see. There's your new catchphrase. Um, but talk us through the formation of Let Wrestling Live. And I would say it's unique in like its purpose. Like It's different than most wrestling promotions, especially in this area. So kind of... Um, what was your goal with that, and what is it like uh, being on that journey? Definitely. Okay, so when I started Let Wrestling Live, I was like, I don't see enough diversity in the shows in the mm -hmm. area. It's, it's kind of like one of the other kind of situations, but I was like, I want to create a show where there's just a mix of everything, right? Yeah. And we could just make it a really, really good show. And then on top of that, um, it's like there's so many good people like on the indies, but they never get to come out here yeah. and, and wrestle. So I was like, I want to do that. So I created this idea and I was like, okay, I want to get a team together, you know, a team of people like who are like not as appreciated as they should be. Yeah. So I talked to Charmaine, I talked to Yo-Yo, I talked to Kevin Pierce, I talked to Jamal, and I just got a whole group together, and I was like, this is what I want to do. If you guys can help me, like, pull this off, I mean, we could do some really big things out here. Mm -hmm. And and they was on board with it, and they loved the idea. That's awesome. So how do you go from having this idea to um, leading up to your first show, which... I'm forgetting the name. We were there. It was a fun night, but can you tell me what the name was? I'll First day it. out. First day out, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, I'll edit this out so nobody will hear. So your first show, uh, Let Wrestling Live, I said it right that time. First day out. Um, what was it like, like, from somebody who, this is your first show, like, where does where does that start for you as the process goes? Um... The process was starting with who did I want on the show in general and let me do some research on some people who are not from North Carolina mm -hmm. who are like really good and I want to make sure that this is diverse and we're and we're mixing. So I just yeah. did like a lot of research on a lot of people. Like I had a, a, a like a a group of people like I was like, okay, like I know. I want them on the show. Like I already knew, like I want Gustavo on the show because it's Gustavo. Yeah. yeah. And um <clears throat> yeah, and it kind of it kind of went from there. Awesome. Um that show was awesome. You had like I've never heard of Karen Bam Bam or um is it Cody Larkin? Is that his name? Oh, um, Conan, Conan Larkin, yeah. Yeah. Larkin, okay. sorry, Larkin. Yeah. yeah, and then one guy who I can't remember his name, but looks like Batista. Um, apologies to him. Karam. Yes, yes. Uh, Graham, like a, such, like like you said, you're trying to bring in talent that many people haven't heard of. Um, so you start out with saying, these are the people I want to book. Um, then I'm guessing you try to find the venue and of course, Cozy was. Yep, because yeah. that's my trainer. So yeah, I, I ran it past him, and he was totally cool with it. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. You know, I like I can have my show. Yeah, and I can have it at my trainer school. So you know, that meant that meant a lot. Yeah. So, a question for me, coming from somebody who has a lot of ideas, and the first thing I ever do with an idea is I just make a logo for it before I have any idea what anything is. Um, what is your creative process on creating the brand of 
let wrestling live did that come kind of after the fact or did you have like ideas like beforehand um i kind of had ideas beforehand like i knew i want the logo to be something that's memorable like when you look at a gcw logo you're like that's gcw yeah like anytime you see it so i wanted to make sure yeah yeah something that like when people see it they're like okay that's let wrestling live yeah and then secondly i knew that i had to find a graphic designer that can make something that's eye-catching because i know that's like an issue with a lot of wrestling shows like they'll have Mm -hmm. like a good show or a good lineup but maybe the graphics aren't all the way there to put over their show yeah yeah we've seen a lot of those and for anybody watching there might be one of those if you guys need help reach out to us we're happy to help um our least favorite thing is shitty indie wrestling posters Oh yeah, it's 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 my favorite pastime is when I see one, I'll look at like the stars on the show and I'll be like, I'm just gonna spend an hour, make one, I'll send yeah. it to the promoter and just see if they post it. And normally sometimes they do. Sometimes yeah. they do. Yeah, it's definitely huge to have a cool poster. And you guys have had the coolest posters um around, I would say, like very visually um pleasing. But there was a moment at your show and I, where we talked about this Roberto Moss, um, who you were very kind to let him attend. Um, <laughs> he said he was kind of the the fourth man in. Um, and he just kind of got called in. Oh, that was supposed to be a joke. I don't want... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where I'm going. But there was a little problem with the, the person ringing the bell. Um and it's a hard job, okay? It's a hard job. I, I just want to preface that. This is not um, a gimme job. <laughs> yeah. What is going through yeah, your mind when thing. that's happening? Um, Honestly, at the time, I didn't even know that it was happening. <laughs> yeah. That's the funny part. I didn't even know that like it was actually happening until like... Like the match was done, and then like everybody came to the back, kind of like with a pout face, and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> okay. uh, and it was like, "Yep, yeah, they they didn't they ring the bell early, or they did this," yeah. and I was like, oh, "Okay, it's amazing." Yeah, the and reason he, I asked that, like I'm whoever sorry. was ringing the bell, like halfway through that show, got replaced. Right? Am I am I remembering that right? Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> did they come back to the back after that? I appreciate their hard work. I appreciate their, their hard work, but um, last thing I want to deal with is some very angry uh, wrestlers. Yes. Um, the reason I brought that up was not to point out something that went wrong with you, but to point out something that went right with Christian. We worked the last um, UPW it's show. It's a tough job. I want to preface that with... Sure. I remember that happening, and when this happened to me, I remember thinking, "Man, I bet, I bet there wasn't orientation. I bet there was no yeah. on-the-job training, um, because I got none. I got we yeah. were doing social media for a UPW show, um, and like I was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. A ref grabbed me, like wide-eyed and scared, and was just like, "You're ringing the bell," and I'm like, and at that moment, I forgot everything I knew about wrestling. Everything I knew was a lie, and it was awful. Yes. It's hard! Uh, but we bring this up because we have a video, and I'm going to do this for every episode until we no longer do these, but I would like for you to rate his bell ringing as somebody who has seen the bad. Okay, yeah, because you, you, you were qualified to answer this. Yeah. Okay. So we, we had Kevin Pierce weigh in and give us some constructive criticism, uh, which was nice. Um, but here, here it is. It's three seconds, so I'll play it twice so you don't okay. miss it. All right, one more time. All right, thoughts. Did that play for you? I didn't even you? get to hear it. What happened? Oh, was it it played, but I couldn't hear it. Okay. I'll, I'll see if we can get one more time. Did that work? That was the last time. That was yeah. the last time. Um, oh. It was yeah. the last bell. It took me to that point. I hit it as hard as I could. Then I put it down and I walked out and we left. 
yeah. I feel bad because I was just hanging out with all the wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I walk outside, like, angry, upset that I was dragged into this. And Daniel's just hanging out with TJ Boss. And I'm like, what the? F- <laughs> I missed out on that? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I remember so- it was this one show. I can't, I can't remember. You know what? It could have been this past show that we just had. I can't remember. But I remember somebody took the thing and they hit it on top of the, the bell. And yeah. I said, well, ah, it's amazing. I learned this you from see, Kevin GCW Pierce. GCW has a recording they play. It's just yeah. an audio cue. And I think that's a hell of a concept. I'm going to plug our episode with Kevin Pierce again. Uh, because what you said, I asked him about that, um, his opinion. So if you want to know what Kevin Pierce thinks about GCW's bell, we asked the good questions here. questions people want to know but Kevin says that for New Japan they hit it from the top so maybe they were just confused maybe they thought you were doing it New Japan style so um, just a possible until you do it you have no idea what it is Daniel okay Okay. (laughs) you think you do Um, but you don't Yeah. Um, back to the story though so let wrestling live first show awesome um and then you just have your most recent show uh, this past weekend. Uh, talk us through that and how is it, what is it like running your first show versus your second, second show? Uh, second show was definitely way more um, chaotic than the first one. You expect for the first show to be chaotic, but first show was actually kind of like, it was, it was smooth for the most part besides like the bell ringing and everything. But the second show, it was, um, it was definitely, um, way more chaotic because it was like a lot of time crunching and everything mm-hmm. and just trying to make sure everything's good for doors to open and you know um it was it was a good show like um overall man brian kendrick is one of the smartest and i cannot like express this enough that man is so smart like i was busy like for the most part like getting everything together Uh but i was listening to him while he was doing his seminar and i was like people need to tap in like if you're not tapping in and listening to him teach i don't know what you're doing yeah i don't know what you're doing yeah definitely a a very skilled wrestler and uh (laughs) a great talent yeah yeah of course um what's when you're working a show like that where a lot of people have like like one like big name that you bring in like you had gtg is that correct my mouth is not working jtg yeah jtg yeah yeah. um you brought him on for the first show you bring brian kendrick in is that something to where it's just like these are guys i really like it's just like this is my show this is who i want to see wrestle or, or how do you go about choosing those type of names um, nine times out of ten, I choose people that are going to be connect- good connections for the other workers and that they can uh, learn from. Awesome. That's what I go based off of. I'm not kind of like, oh, let me bring in a big name just because they're a big name. I'm like, yeah. um, no, like there's a lot of good talent out here that needs to be seen, needs to be heard. JTG could have connected with somebody, maybe gave them some good yeah. advice that they need to know for the next show. Um, could have corrected them on something. Just the just the small stuff. I, I kind of book teachers more in a sense. That's awesome. That that is great in comparison. And like no no shade to any promoter who does it this way, but the fact that you you put in a, a big name to work with someone who can benefit from working with them, and it's also high work rate guys. It's two for two, but it's high yeah. work rate guys. It's not you're bringing in two big names to work each other. Yeah. Um, because I don't think anyone grows in that situation. So, like, good on you for doing that, because I think that elevates everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. I just I just want to see everybody win. And if we could do that just bit by bit, and if people take the opportunity to go out to a JTG seminar, take the opportunity to go out to a Brian Kendrick seminar, or whoever we yeah. bring in next, I mean, that helps them grow and that helps them like build their portfolio put that down as a seminar and then also yeah. make that connection if they put in the effort awesome can we pitch some people for your next show absolutely okay christian absolutely you go first oh 
I go for you. You pitched the idea. You gotta give me a second. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have anybody in mind when I pitched the idea, so I thought oh. I'd give, like uh, the guy at the restaurant. Jaden Newman. Right. Yeah, Jaden Newman's okay. good. Yeah. Yeah, Ichiban um, Numero Uno. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very nice guy. A fan of Cracker Barrel. Um, I asked the question. I had absolutely no idea. I'd I love mean, to see Shug D because I know he's supposed to be at that show. I don't think we get yes, to see Shug we D. Love, we love Shug. Um, we're, we're still trying to get him. Our our schedule yeah. just got to line up. Yeah. I've, every wrestler I've ever known is just fogged out of my head. God. Brian Keith would be cool. Um, he is so good. Yes. He is so, so good. I literally every I'm, I'm looking around my room for just inspiration. Effie would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> just we, we at... definitely uh, try for Effie, but uh, our schedules didn't match up, so we're waiting on that yeah. too. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. But yeah, uh, you, there's so much good talent here, though. Like, like you mentioned, like putting bringing somebody in to work with somebody. But like, if you're working with Jay Malachi, though, like you're also getting elevated with that. We're fortunate that we have guys like Bojack. We have guys like Jay Malachi, like, like these people that could be on TV, Lucky Ali. Like, so, uh, yeah, I guess that brings us to the um, question we ask every episode. But who are some some wrestlers? Um, and we'll go with ring announcers, too, that you think that more people should know about. That more people should know about? Okay. Um, ring announcer Carmen Childers. That that's who ring announced um the last show that we had. Okay. Amazing. If if you I don't know what to tell you. If you don't know him, I don't know what to tell you. You better get put on. Um okay. is uh, just to tell you off real quick, because of your background in ring announcing, how bigger of a deal was it to bring someone in to do it? Um because um, like is any part of of you going into it being like, oh, maybe I could just do it, or no, no, no. or or is it like such a fine selection point that like, okay, if it's not me, it's them. No, absolutely not. When I said I was going to do this show, I knew that I was not going to try to book myself or do any because first of all, that doesn't help anybody. That that doesn't help right. anybody. Guess what? With the with the people I'm working with on the show. Like, I already yeah. have that connection because I'm booking these people. So if I book someone else to be on the show, then they get to make connections with other people. Yeah. And then, like, one thing, like, I've learned and I've heard um, Scrap say, like, if you if you see somebody, this is not a shot at anybody who does this. Yeah. But if you see someone, like, you know, like, there's a champ at their own promotion, then, like, you probably oh, yeah. shouldn't be, like, working there. Yeah, I, I kind of have that mindset in mind. So it's just like, I, I'm not going to put myself to put myself over. My job is to put other people over. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I want to get that spot to somebody else. That's great. Good. And I'm going to interject with the question before the question is asked you. Um, where do you see, or where do you want to see Let Wrestling Live in five years? In five years? That's a good question. Um, I really want to have a building, honestly. I, I don't want it to be something that's, like, big or – I'm not trying to be on TV or something like yeah. that. Like, I just want more people to know about wrestling. If it's something like APW, like, where everybody plans to go there every weekend and yeah. they have that good community of people, like, mm -hmm. that's where I want to be in five years. Okay. Like, that's I want to awesome. be able to run every two weeks. That's awesome. And I think that's so great because it allows you to, to actually tell stories. Whereas it can be tougher, <laughs> like when you're only doing it like four times a year. Like we've had a lot of people like that work with AEW Chester, and like just for instance, like what it was able to do for Drew Hood, like working there every two weeks, his rise from where he's at to now. Drew Hood's another name, like for your next show. I think that'd be cool um, to have. We don't get to see Drew Hood on the side of the Carolinas enough, which is weird because I think he lives here. But, um, yeah. But just yeah. like based on like apex, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, like just the ability to tell those stories. And like, we also we had somebody named uh Balaam Links on, so the guy you should check out, he's out of Colorado. Um, but they uh, Rocky Mountain Pro they do TV like twice a week, 
like uh-huh. so yeah. like they're they're a training school but they're also showing people like how to work on tv like providing them with the fundamentals to work on their character to to get better at the basics to know which hard cam is so that when they're going to places where like big guys might be on them they're like not only good in the ring but they're good for like 10,000 or 10 people so I think that's really cool yeah you you just reminded me because I remember somebody asked me like when I first like did the promotion and I was doing yeah. the show I remember they was asking like you know like are you going to try to do like a training school and this this and this and da, da, da. and like my intentions is not to have a training school if, yeah. if you want to if you want to train I'm going to tell you to go to Cozone yeah because I know Cozone is the best at, at what he does around here point blank and period yeah so that's not my goal. I'm going to send you straight to Cozone. I'll, I'll run a show because, you know, it's fun. We get to put people over. You know, we, we're different than everybody else, so that's what makes us good. But the training, I will always point you to Cozone. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people would disagree with that. For sure a few would, but most people probably wouldn't. Um, and, so going uh, back to that original question of um, people, uh, talent that should be looked out for on the Carolinas. Or okay. the whole world, because I think your your point oh, yeah. is, yeah, is to like bring more people in this area. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Okay. So I would definitely say there there are some people I know coming into this didn't know who Juicy Finale was, and yeah. that surprised me. But oh, yeah. Juicy is like that. So I think more people should know about Juicy and Diego, of course. Yeah. Um, Malachi, definitely Conan. I mean, most of the people that I book on the show is kind of like they have their areas where they're not known, and I really just want to, you know, that. really get them together. Yeah. Um, Jada Stone, she's amazing. Of course. Whew. y'all, y'all really good with these questions because it's like some questions I really, I really have to. Um, have to think on a little bit. Yeah, I'll take okay. it, I guess that's completely yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm a, let one me come back to this. I may I may okay. pop up randomly and be like, oh, this person. Yeah. Um, who in the like, whether this year, next two years, who's on your list of people that you you, you want to get in the ring with? Oh yeah, we're we've been all over the place. That's a great question. I have to get in the ring with. Melina before she retires. Yep. Especially if you started watching it like 2006, 2007. Yep. I can see that. She's definitely one of the people that inspired me. So I definitely have to get in the ring with Melina. Like that's like my number one at the top. Um, other than that, I would like to wrestle Ooh. Mm. Okay. Sorry, I have to I have to gather my thoughts together for this one. Okay. okay. I would like to wrestle of course Angelina Love because we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Um that'll be a dream. Um I actually would like to work with Leah Knight mm-hmm. on a DCW show. I would like to work with Leah. Um, I would like to work Dream Girl Ellie. Yeah. We've been going back and forth about it, but it's just about the right timing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and probably Thunder Rosa. Those are great. I have a, a follow-up question is, are these matches, because of course you have the platform to where you can very easily book these matches for yourself, but are these matches you feel like I want somebody else to book me on? Because like, if I'm at this point, I want people to like, I want to have earned it based off my merit, or is that something like where you're like, yeah, I'm just going to like, over the next year, I'm just going to cross people off the list. Nope, you will never see me book myself in these matches. Absolutely not. Because it, once you once you start doing that and trying to put yourself over, you'll never know where you're really at in wrestling. 
Yeah. That's okay. when you start blindsiding yourself. You're, you're not knowing if the the crowd is really behind you or not. You're just mm-hmm. put there like you didn't earn that. Yeah, that's fair. It's very fair. Yeah, I think for me, I would want like to earn it too, like because like I think with wrestling, like obviously it's championships, but we've we have so many stories where we talk to people about like one match for like thirty minutes. Like we had Robert Bardrow, we talked about Suzuki and like, like wrestling somebody like Suzuki. Like not only what that means about like a cool moment, but like there's a level of respect and there's a level of of trust that has to be put into you for that position. So like wrestling these people a lot of times is like one way like winning a champion. It's like a an accolade for your like career. So definitely understand where you're coming from in that regard. Yes, absolutely. That was a really good question. Yeah. Thanks, Christian. Um, That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and since um, Christian's taken the serious route and he's asking the good questions, I'm going to ask his typical question. Is that okay. okay, Christian? Yeah. Okay. What's your go-to cookout tray? My go-to cookout tray? Okay. It's two uh, cheeseburger um, quesadillas. Okay. And then I do two bacon ranch wraps and okay. a huge sweet tea. And when I don't want a sweet tea, I always go with the banana pudding milkshake. That's perfect. That's a great answer. That's a great uh, answer. Hamburger or cheeseburger quesadillas underrated. Oh, Everybody I, always goes for the honestly, chicken wings. Until this moment, I didn't know it existed. And that's all yeah, me. It's really but let good. me tell you what to do. Okay. okay. Dip okay. the quesadilla in honey mustard. Okay. Game changer. <laughs> I know awesome. it sounds crazy, but... no. Oh, that's, that sounds you. crazy enough to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had Tim on, and he, he suggested, and this is one of the reasons I love this podcast, is mostly for the cookout questions, but uh, a chicken quesadilla, extra chicken, add bacon. Oh, I didn't even know you could add bacon. You could add bacon, so you could add yeah. to the cheeseburger one, too. So next time you have a really bad day and you just need to take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> probably be my uh place to go to tonight yeah there you so, go that's my go-to all. after work so yeah for sure um this has been awesome yeah i feel like we barely so touched fun. the surface with you like we we talked a little bit about dpw but like not a lot we talked a little bit about wrestling not a lot we talked about let us live so there's a lot more to talk about and i'd love to have you next uh on again um everybody if you are ever near a let wrestling live show you have to go to it even if you're not near it make the drive it's a fun time yeah make the drives hit the towns see let wrestling live um august 26th wrestle revival you're facing amira rose uh check out dcw correct oh yeah saturday and then dpw which that that card is oof Oh my god, it's yeah. gonna be a crazy day. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, Anderson so, Durham at the Armory, my favorite venue. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that's our venue. favorite venue, too. That was our first video we ever saw DC uh, DPW in. It's, it's very confusing that there's two of them now, like very similar. Uh, but, um, but yeah, just the wood floors, the brick, like perfect. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, it's perfect. Yeah, uh, all that to say, we'd love to have you back on. Uh, I'm really excited for people to hear this. Um, be on the lookout for you and your many different, very talented ways. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. No problem.